0: Go <laughs> and go and go. Hello, Polly and fam, and welcome to Talk Your Polly Off, presented by ILovePolly.org.
1: This is your podcast for ethically navigating
0: your relationships, your community, and yourself for a healthier and happier lifestyle. This is Bella Doll. She is my sunshine full of giggles. And this is Joshua Monsuda, the logic to my emotion and the chaos to my order. So now you know us. Pull up a seat and let's talk our poly off.
1: Welcome back, Polyam fam, to another episode of Talk Your Poly Off. This happens to be the last episode of Talk Your Poly Off ever. Woo! For 2019. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Scared me for a huh. minute there. <laughs> nervous.
0: And we're
1: getting ready to go into the Roaring Twenties.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. It's yeah. going to be fun.
2: I say they should bring back the Charleston.
0: Oh my gosh, are you going to demonstrate?
2: Can we do that? <laughs> I won't have the right shoes. Oh, we could safe. do the
0: Charleston at our party.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. If I'm so about... wearing a mask, I'll probably do that. <laughs> yes, we <so> will <laughs> know it's you. <laughs>
1: And I'm Monsada.
0: I'm Lily. And I'm Bella. And welcome back to Talk Your Poly Off.
1: Alright, so this episode, well, in the spirit of all things New Year, we're talking about New Year's resolutions.
0: Yes. We've been talking about it for a little while now. I know Lily and I were discussing journals mm-hmm. and getting ready for the new year. And I think, along with journaling and prepping and planning, also comes some of the resolution stuff. So yes. It's definitely- I'm all
1: about prepping. Yeah. Yeah, having months and months of food on store, <laughs> having a bug out bag, like knowing escape routes Evacuation from the plan, city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm all about prepping.
0: <laughs> like in Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson. Where he's got his house planned to like...
1: Right, but not crazy stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about some resolutions.
1: Oh yeah, we're not talking about prepping. No, we're talking no. about resolutions. resolutions yeah. yes. All right, all right. Before we get to resolutions, why don't we catch up a little bit?
2: It's been a fun week. There's been a lot going on. There
1: has. Yeah, like what?
2: This was my first post-divorce Christmas with my kids. Oh. So okay. I got them the day after Christmas... So my kids wanted the whole shebang, cinnamon rolls and all the presents and all that jazz. So we dubbed it Mom's Christmas Bonus Round. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love it. That's good. That's pretty fun. We didn't do... We went over to my parents
0: and then hung out with your son Christmas night. Mm -hmm. That was about all of our shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Nothing too crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't think you actually have shenanigans at Christmas.
0: No, I mean... We could call it Yule and, and then call it shenanigans. Are there shenanigans in Yule? Yes. I could create shenanigans in Yule. I think oh.
2: shenanigans are more accepted. Yes. Yule you.
1: definitely creates <laughs> shenanigans.
2: <laughs> that was so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about poly related stuff? you have anything exciting in that field?
0: Well, Miss Kayfug was moving. She just moved out this last weekend. Sold her house. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. <laughs> that's that's where you were going <laughs> with that? So we we car. went down. You and I took a trip, Monson and down. I. I knew that there was a new in-and-out location opened up on the way down to K Fog's house. And so the Californian inside of me needed my in-and-out. I was so excited. So I had heard that the line was like an hour, maybe a little bit more, and hmm. I was like, okay, that's not too bad. Let's go Three check it hours out.
2: Later. Okay.
0: <laughs> so for those of you who are not aware of what
1: in and out is. <laughs> Because we have listeners everywhere. We do.
0: We even have some international listeners. It's a
1: fast food chain started in California. It's grown a bit. They opened a restaurant in Oregon, and you get burgers, it's burgers and fries and shakes. And shakes. And stuff. Yeah. Like that's it. They don't even have bacon for the burgers. No. <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: It's so good. So we drove down. We saw it. And I was like, okay, well, they were supposedly ushering people off to the like a football stadium or the baseball stadium down there. And we're looking at him like, oh, there's the stadium. I wonder like how much further. And he looks over and he's like, probably behind those lines of parking lights we see all those cars lined up. And I was like, oh, snap. And so we sat in line, and he's like, "All right, well, let's just let's just give it a shot and see how long. Like, I can wait here for a little bit."
1: The line was like seven blocks long.
0: <laughs> You're not even in the the parking lot for In and Out. You're on the street, right. and they've got a whole turn lane coned off that you have to line up in, mm-hmm. um, and then they're issuing you across intersections so you don't block intersections and stuff like oh, that. Man. And they are crazy about the spacing in between the cars. Like, if you weren't pulled up close enough to the car in front of you. You, you had an in and out employee going, You there, pull up right now. Like, Oh, holy oh, crap! Mark. All right, I'm on yeah. it. It got a little crazy, but it took us
1: two hours and five minutes <laughs>
2: oh my
0: gosh.
1: from the end of the line oh to the gosh. end of the second window.
2: We got our food in hand. Two hours and five minutes. They've had waits like that on a Thursday night at a cheesecake factory. So, I mean, like, oh it's not gosh. as bad as some places, but... For a fast food joint? Eh. For burgers and fries. <laughs> for a drive-thru? Dee and I bit. are planning a road trip in February, yeah. maybe March, to go down there once the hype has kind of yeah. chilled a bit.
0: Well, I mean, and that was a two-hour wait on top of the hour drive. Yeah. Oh, my god! So, <laughs> we went over to see k She's packing up her place and yeah. moving on to bigger and better things, and she's getting a little closer to us. And so, yeah, that what? was the K fog In N Out weekend shenanigan.
1: Yeah, that was great. You like <laughs> shenanigans.
0: I do. It's a fun word. Huh. It's a bar,
1: too. I
2: swear the next person who says shenanigans <laughs> I'm with a pistol
1: with them. Hey, D, what's that place you like with all the goofy shit on the wall? <laughs> shenanigans?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Out of control. Ooh. Out of control. <laughs> she's the one that said she'd pistol whip and she'd be pistol whipping him that's the point
1: (laughs) so now that we got that out of our system
0: all right how was your week
1: Oh, it was okay. Okay. I haven't been working because we get this time off at our job. Yeah. And it gave me the opportunity to finally decorate our new headquarters. Yeah. That was a two-day endeavor that's still not done, but it's pretty close.
0: <laughs> it is close. It looks so much homier. It does. Yeah, it feels
1: nice. Yeah, so that's about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. I have the giggles.
1: <laughs> Remember
0: when you tried to tuck me in the other night and I just couldn't stop laughing? Mm-hmm. It just happens sometimes.
1: It does. It's true.
0: I can't control it. It's like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I just... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> have you watched that new show? No. It's on Disney Plus. What is it called?
1: It's like The World According oh, to Jeff, Jeff Goldblum.
0: Goldblum. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious.
1: It's some random shit, and the guy is interesting.
0: Yeah. His his eyes and his hands. Well, he's got crazy eyes. Just so, so excited about everything.
1: <laughs> okay, so okay. back to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a fun week, a busy week. Everyone's got some vacationy stuff going on. Yeah. And now it's resolution time. It is resolution time. So
1: this time of year a lot of people do resolutions. New year, new resolutions, new changes in life. But what is a resolution? It is the state or quality of being resolute or firm determination. It's a firm decision to do something, a course of action, determined or decided on, or the act of solving or explaining a problem or a puzzle.
2: Essentially, based on this definition, the resolution is a two-part action. On one hand, you are determined to take action. You're putting resolve into making change. This isn't just something you want to do. It's something you're darn well going to make happen. The second aspect of the definition is to resolve a problem, to fix something which isn't working correctly.
1: Well, the first part of this is awesome with a bit of stick-to-it-ness. The second part is where I personally feel many people sabotage themselves. What you've been doing but want to change has been working. It's been working so well, you do it without thinking about it. Your habit or your behavior that you're not fond of is actually running on autopilot. It's going without attention, so it's working. That's why it's so hard to change.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, another aspect of this is also realizing that you calling it out as bad or broken makes it a dialogue in your head about you being bad or broken. So it subconsciously enforces feelings of non-worth. Fighting against that internal dialogue is a difficult thing to do all by itself adding a change in behavior or habit on top of battling negative personal dialogue, and you're set for failure.
1: Right. As we're gearing up to head into the century's roaring 20s, we're looking at a new day, a new tomorrow, a new year, a new decade, a new life. In general, we all want a better tomorrow than our yesterday. That's why the idea of a New Year's resolution is so appealing, and a new year sets a clear starting point.
0: I love that. Mm -hmm. The
1: idea may be cliche. Something about it hits at the core of our desire as a species to want to be better.
2: Some people scoff at the concept of a New Year's resolution, which is cool. We all have the right to like or dislike what we want to do. If you are one of these people, there's still going to be something for you in this episode. So hang with us and see what we've got for you. Also, you might be wondering how this is connected with polyamory. (laughs) (laughs) We've got that, too.
0: (laughs) Before we get too far into this topic, do you have any resolutions? And I mean, if so, are there any you guys want to share?
1: I actually do. Yeah. So my resolutions actually got kickstarted a little bit early this year. Yes. Because of the medical issue I had a couple weeks ago. Right. Mm -hmm. Where I ended up going to the doctor. I had some infections. Doctor's like, if you don't change some of your habits now, you might not be around so long to have bad habits later. (laughs) Thanks, Doc. Yeah, Yeah, so I originally was going to cut down on drinking soda and and doing all this other stuff. And because the doctor said that it needed to happen sooner more than later, I actually went cold turkey on a lot of that stuff. So I kind of kick-started my resolutions off. Couple weeks early, going into the new year. Right, but on top of that, we've been doing something for the last ninety days of two thousand nineteen.
0: We did. I got so, of course, everybody knows that I love Rachel, Rachel Hollis, and I got Lily hooked on her too. Oh my
2: gosh! But not quite in time for the last
0: ninety days. <laughs> no, you need to start. No,
2: no, but you did get me hooked on that passion planner. Yes, It's amazing. Guy. I got it a, I started it a week and a half before I planned to. I was like. January 1st, I'm going to start my passion planner. It came in the mail. He de-handed it to me, (laughs) and I literally was in it the rest of the night. I was just, like, reading the whole thing.
0: Well, (laughs) we started, so, again, following Rachel, they do something called The Last 90 Days. Mm -hmm. And in this, and she even went on Good Morning America to talk about it. You basically, there's a few things you do. You want to focus on gratitude every day. You want to drink your water, move your body 30 minutes, focus on, um getting up half an hour or an hour earlier than normal or whatever you can squeeze into your schedule Mm -hmm. and doing something for you every day. Those are their like five to thrive. The one thing that we've really focused on is cutting something out. That's unhealthy for us. That's also part of it. Whatever five I just listed, throw that in there too. You have to cut something out that's unhealthy for you, whether it's, um, picking a food category, like I'm going to cut out carbs this month mm-hmm. or I'm going to cut out soda or whatever it is, pick something that you're consuming that you shouldn't be cons- like, you know, better, this is bad for right. me. Or um, even if it's social media and you know, you're drowning in social media mm-hmm. and you're like, mm, I should probably cut this out cause it's not doing so well for my brain right now, sure. mm-hmm. Mine's but
2: probably the Torrid app. I need to get rid of that. Oh,
0: I'd spend thing. too much money, <laughs> too much money at Torrid. <laughs> Yes, I've got a few dresses from there that
2: are so cute. But yeah,
0: so we started with cutting out, I think I might talk about this later in the episode as well. That's fine. But we started with cutting out some things and just picking 30 days at a time. And this month we're going to cut out this, and next month I'm going to cut out that. So it was really a good, like, head start. And no need to wait till the new year. Just Mm -hmm. do it now, and then you've got a 90-day head start. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then so I think that's what made... It a little bit easier for me when the doctor was like, "Hey, stop doing some of these things." You and I were already working on that a little Mm -hmm. bit. You know, I I have cut out energy drinks. We were working on no pizza December. Yes,
0: Mm. we we failed. (laughs) We didn't fail. We got back up again. We
1: hit a couple of bumps. Yes, cheesy pepperoni bumps.
0: (laughs) Two (laughs) times. (laughs) Two times and. What's, what's December 31 days? Yes.
1: That last time I checked, yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> so two days out of 31 is not that bad.
1: So I was yeah. going to originally have the resolutions of eating healthier and cutting out sugars and carbonated drinks and all of this stuff. And so I kind of just got a jump start on it. So yeah. I have yeah. room to do other things as well, which I've been actually planning.
2: Yeah, nice. What about you? I have a resolution of getting 75% out of debt by the end oh, of next year. Oh, that's a big year. one. I like it. Yeah. That's very
1: specific. I like that.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I have good. to be very hard on myself and kind of, you know, reach for the stars otherwise I'm like it's too easy. It's not a big deal. <laughs> but uh yeah.
0: That's kind of how like I'll push it off and procrastinate if it's right. easy. Right. If it's too easy. Do it later.
2: No, but like I got to like cannonball into this whole Like I've got a budget and I've got a schedule and every day in my planner, I have to spend 10 minutes in my, um, my budgeting worksheets and all of that jazz and yeah, it's involved.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I think for me, one thing I'm going to focus on this year, and I was just mentioning this earlier, um, I want to try and write 750 words a day. Hmm. Uh, It comes out to something. What was the math we figured out? Like 270-something thousand words in a year. Wow. If you hit it every day, 365 days, 750 words a day. um, I don't know what I'm going to write yet. I've got a few book ideas that I've had for a while. Um, I lost of a book I had started writing years ago when the computer crashed and died. Oh. So I'd kinda of start that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do a little bit of everything. Maybe I'll do a poly book. Maybe I'll do a fiction and I'll do a nonfiction. Yeah. See what I can see what I can hash out. But yeah. I really wanted to add something creative this Maybe year.
2: I had thought about perhaps starting a YouTube channel to make myself more accountable to my overall resolution. Something like the poly Budgeting Mom or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that's maybe too many monikers.
1: <laughs> so it's cool that you brought up the book thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A couple years ago when I was heavy into writing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I decided to bring on a, a challenge of my own. That I was going to write a chapter a day for an entire month. Mm. I actually wrote an entire novel yeah. in one month. Ooh. Because of that, and then, like I knew I had to do it, so I'd just allocate the time and I'd do the thing. If you would like, again, because of all of the time I used to write so much, I have a ton of writing prompts, yeah. So, and I actually organized a writers' guild, a yeah, writers' Ooh. guild back in Walla Walla,
2: and there were like nine of
1: us, and we created prompts for each other. and I still have a lot of those old notes, so I'd be happy to get on board with that writing thing if that was something
0: totally I'm actually a, really down a partner to partner with
1: for that.
0: Would you be willing to continue your writer's guild here locally? Oh yeah I'd love to and maybe to. get some people involved online while I'm doing this challenge. Maybe others will be inspired to do it too. Mm-hmm. I
1: would be more than willing to do that as long as we're taking care of the priorities we've got currently first. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I have prompts for you.
0: Don't worry so Polly fam. We're here for you. I'm not going anywhere.
1: We're So if I could jump back to why some folks don't believe in resolutions. Okay. I think one of the things that I often hear the most, you know, the the cynical folks or the, the people that just kind of scoff at it. It seems that the disdain for resolution often comes from watching people not be as resolute in action as they were in conception of their desired change. Big reason for failure in action is not the lack of desire, though, even if there are people that are like, well, I'm not going to do a resolution because that shit never works.
0: Right. Well, and is it because they've done it before and always dropped the ball? Or is it that, like, they don't know anyone who's been successful in a resolution? Sure.
1: I think both of those are possible. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean, so instead of focusing on the people that don't believe in the resolution, let's focus on why resolutions don't take off what what are some of the pitfalls of setting up and trying to follow through with resolutions a first one that i would say is planning too big you guys were talking about how you don't want to do it because if it's too small you could do it later and you procrastinate but what about when you plan too big
0: well i mean i get that a little bit with my weight loss Uh right so i could say the big ultimate goal number and looking at that big number is just too much There's no way I can get it. I'm never going to get there. I just don't... I can't envision and see the journey there because it's so long. It's Mm -hmm. so far down the road. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I have to make that a little bit smaller so that way it's attainable. It's something that I feel like I can reach.
1: Yeah. And then when it's too big, you feel like if you can never get there, what's the point of trying? What's the point?
0: Yeah.
2: Right.
1: Go binge watch some Netflix.
0: (laughs) Mandalorian for the win.
2: Right. You can also take... Other people who have similarly sized goals to you or have had them in the past and use them as a kind of proof that it is possible and as inspiration towards yourself. Like, I know my goal is pretty lofty and pretty heavy, but there's a lot of people who have done what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do in less time than I'm trying to do it. So, yeah, it definitely is possible.
1: Right. And I could bring another pitfall of comparing
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's pros and cons to and that as well.
1: Competing, yeah. which will be on a new episode in the near future. Yes, right.
0: we're working on that one. Yeah. But
1: I mean, for now, I think that's a really big point. Is mm-hmm. is the comparing for benchmarks? I think is great. Yeah. But then when you start comparing, and then seeing nothing but shortcomings on your end, sure. Then maybe that comparison can actually start being yeah. counterproductive.
2: That's true. And working with even in if you're talking about weight loss or anything else, plateauing can be a really discouraging Mm -hmm. time for you. And that's, I think, where when you get to the discouraging times, finding ways to get yourself out of that instead of using just the comparison is definitely going to be more helpful to your more helpful than hurtful to your resolution.
1: Right,
0: right.
2: And I think it'll be a good, it's
0: a good time to practice all that positive self-talk mm-hmm. stuff too mm-hmm. and catch yourself. It's a good place to to notice where your thoughts change from, oh, this person is great and motivational and I'm super inspired to I'm never going to get to where they are. They're so right. far ahead. Right. It's not achievable. And finding that point and then flipping your mindset. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and self-talk by itself is a big one. Mm-hmm. Right. If... I want to do something and I keep telling myself, well, I'm worthless, I'm never gonna make it. quit trying. Jeez, you look stupid. Like I don't want to keep trying if I'm telling myself these things. Yeah, so that's another huge pitfall that people have.
0: Yeah, yep.
1: It goes into you know the comparing, the self-talk. Plan's too big, you're doing all or nothing, like say I wanted to cut out soda as an example. I'm tired of drinking Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whatever it is that you're drinking. I'm just gonna to quit today. And never look back. That's an all or nothing thing. Yeah. And you're going to have times where you have a weak point where you Mm -hmm. slip.
0: Like our pizza December where we slip twice. Right. Right.
1: And then if you get to that point and you just guzzle a can of soda, you're like, shit. Well, no point in trying because I already failed. Right. So you're Mm -hmm. you're creating that you must succeed or you're a failure. Which again goes to that negative self-talk. But that all or nothing kind of concept really diminishes your ability you got to be able to understand that you're going to have pitfalls or bumps and it's a little bit of relapse here and there is good for growth because it gives you an amount of time to measure yeah oh this time I messed up after 12 days next time is going to be 28 days or so on and so forth yeah
0: we're so good with our rights I know
2: I think, too, that's where planning can really come in handy. Essentially knowing that you're going to fail at points and planning for that. I was going to say that, yeah, plan for the fail. Able, Yeah, planning for your failure. Because it's going to happen. Like, you're never going to go 100 days straight with no soda when you used to drink it every day. Right. But planning, like... Avoiding these places where you know you get that craving or avoiding these foods that you always want it with or Not having it in your house like planning for your weakness and what you're gonna do
0: when you do fall off Right when I do fall off the wagon because I know it's gonna happen. How am I gonna get back up again?
1: Yeah, this is a big thing for smoking Mm -hmm. a lot of people Mm -hmm. decide to try to quit smoking at the new year and they do really good and then they hit that three day mark where they're just craving so bad Mm -hmm. and then they're bumming a buddy's smoke because they don't want to go buy a pack or they're trying to stand with the smoker crowd to get that smell (laughs) and and if you can get through those things and if you can make plans and backups for when these situations happen in whatever your resolution is Mm -hmm. then that's actually planning to make it work and you're actually putting together steps instead of just hoping it's gonna happen right and that's that's a big a big way of finding success in whatever it is that you're trying to change in your habits or your behaviors for your resolutions or just in life in general
2: yeah yeah Yeah, because you're essentially retraining yourself how to make these progresses to make these changes Mm -hmm. you because as you mentioned before if it just becomes a habit You don't necessarily want to change anything. So you have to actively retrain your mind and your body to do these things.
1: Yeah, definitely. And sometimes it's not easy. I mean, Mm -mm. especially if you've been doing whatever it is that you want to change for 10, 20, 30 years. That's a lot to try to change in just one new year.
0: Well, and that's where that can't teach an old dog new tricks saying comes in. Their habits are so ingrained in them, they don't want to make a change. Sure, on the surface level, they might be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to quit smoking 30 years after starting, sure. (laughs) But they don't really want to. Right.
1: And it's not until you desperately want to or need to Mm -hmm. that you suddenly find the willpower to do it right so understanding that the willpower is a super big part of making this happen it's training your willpower like Mm -hmm. you were talking about lily about having to retrain your thought process your willpower is a part of that Mm -hmm. and the more you can train that willpower like you were saying avoid the foods that go with that drink or avoid going to that aisle in the convenience store if you can train yourself to even just look at it and still actively choose something different,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're making giant steps. Yeah. And that's going to be a great way to get you on that path to success.
0: You know, it would be so hard oh. if I had a block of cheese on the counter and then I had a bag of carrots and trying to look at that one, drool a little bit, <laughs> but choose that one.
1: I would actually choose the carrots.
0: I love carrots. It depends on the... But like, I will choose saying. that damn cheese every time. I love carrots. I'll still choose cheese. It's mm. a thing. I don't know. So, I mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at me?
2: Because <laughs> it was so <clears throat> random. Like, you know, I was thinking about cheese. <laughs> that is evident. So... Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: You have a sweet tooth. I have a cheese tooth. Not my fault.
1: <laughs> you know what I was thinking is that we should order a pizza and then just set it at the table. No,
0: I can eat and it. Not eat it. This sounds <laughs> so good. <laughs> but anyway, so like why do we make resolutions?
1: We want to be better than we were yesterday.
0: Mm. So true. So I know being in
2: a hot mess. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, I know for me personally, I. I don't know what it is, but I love the idea of a fresh start or a clean slate. Like, logically, I know every minute and every hour and every day is a new beginning, but there's something about the new year that just, it speaks to my little extrinsically motivated heart. I am not intrinsically motivated whatsoever, so having this outside thing tell me it's a new year, it's time to start fresh, Mm -hmm. totally, totally hits for me. But I also don't want to wait till the first. I like getting a head start because I want mm. to win.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, I've seen that.
0: Right? I don't know what you're talking about. If times. I have a head start, I can win. I can get ahead of everybody else. They're Beat all starting everyone. on the first. That's called cheating. No. no. Well, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's a great area. (laughs) So, I mean, following the last 90 days concept that we were talking about earlier, Uh where, like, I began working on my habits October 1st. It helps me feel more ready, and then I head into the game come January 1st, one step ahead. So a resolution kind of gives me focus and drive and competition, the desire to keep a promise that I made to myself.
2: Yeah, I'm also a planner. However, as a parent, I like to be able to use the excuse of having, like, two new years. Ah. So... In September, I used it as an excuse to start my budgeting thing, like, That's oh, true. it's a new season of life, it's a new year for me, and then I still have that option to restart on January 1st as well. That's totally true. So I not thought <laughs> about that. With, so with why September? School. school. Gotcha. School starts. Gotcha. So there's all the preparation, the new clothing, the new backpacks, the new schools, I love school supplies <laughs> so much. <laughs> That's like me with desk supplies in I, general. I know.
0: Like, I'm not in school, but I need this I, trapper keeper for right? some
2: reason. I was so excited to have an excuse to, like, go buy a binder and dividers and print off a whole budgeting planner for the end of the year. I need labels for I things. Just, I need it.
1: I have a whole drawer for post-it notes. Does oh, that count? Yes. I'm,
2: I'm,
0: this, this kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I want to make flow charts with all the Ooh. post-it notes. <laughs> You're in trouble with the two of us. Well, uh, uh, just saying.
2: Well, then... Bella introduced me to, I mentioned it earlier, the Passion Planner. Yes. I. She showed it to me on my second podcast with you guys, and I geeked out over <laughs> it so much. I ordered it as soon as I had the money, and the second that I got it, I was in it, and I've been in it every day since. I was going to wait until January 1st and be like, it's the new year, it's my first day. No, 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 three days before Christmas, I was no. all up in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why do you do resolutions? Evolution, baby.
2: (laughs) 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 New you, new you.
0: (laughs) I just want to
1: be better than I was yesterday. I mean, I I came from nothing. I don't want to go back to nothing. Mm. I work really hard to keep improving and keep growing and keep learning so that I feel like I've experienced more and more of this world. And in that way, I have more to give to others as my life goes on. So that when I'm done, I'll have given all of my experiences and all of my knowledge to other people so that they can grow better and stronger and faster and higher and further than I've ever gone.
0: I totally just had a a vision, like a picture in my head of what that looks like. So like in a video game, you've acquired all this experience and all these abilities and traits and all these things. A bunch of gear. Yeah, a bunch of gear, stuff that you've accumulated over your life, right? And then you die in the (laughs) streets of the game Uh and everyone, and all your coins fall and all your experience falls and gear and all these people who are closest to you get to soak up all your experience and and rush
2: all your stuff.
1: That's really my hope is that when I die and I don't get a respawn, (laughs) That all of my stuff is there and people find value in what I've left them. And they can go fight the boss that maybe I never <laughs> got
0: to. Right, right. You just help boost them you. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but
1: that's that's really why I do it. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't want... I've been in nothing and I don't ever want to be there again.
0: All right. So my next question on that then is, I mean, how do these resolutions and goals affect us? What about... How do they affect our relationships and the people around us?
1: Well, I think my answer to your last question is also my answer to this question. It's
0: true.
1: Yeah. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, if I'm trying internally, I'm trying to create a better me for the world around me. Mm-hmm. And the world around me is also, especially, the partners around me. So if I'm the same old me that I was eight years ago, I'm not going to be a value to you. I'm not going to be a value to my friends. I'm not going to be a value to to anybody around me i'm gonna be the same old asshole i was then
0: (laughs) do you take into consideration the differences in your partners when thinking about your resolutions and stuff i mean
1: yes and no really what it comes down to is for me whatever change i'm making is going to be a broad spectrum better rather than Oh I'm gonna be better at braiding hair for <laughs> my princess right and then that I'm gonna is be it yeah. is. <laughs> I really and then I'm gonna be a, a better cook for this partner over here. No, that's I'm not doing it for them right specifically I'm doing it for me so that I'm doing it for everybody around me mm-hmm. so in some ways yeah I might I might figure out where I could do better in my relationship with you Bella mm-hmm. And so, one of my resolutions might be a little more like, don't be that dick when you're pissed off and say that shitty thing that you know pisses her off. But, I could also take that on a personal level and and just say that in general to anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't try to get at people just because you're mad and you want to see smoke come out their ears. And
0: you're good at it. I am.
1: (laughs) And and my resolution is to harness that power. (laughs) So to not use others. it for evil.
2: Yeah. Right. Use your powers for good.
1: Right. But when it, what it comes down to is that I want to be a better version of me than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a new year. I don't care if it's a new day. I just want to be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I want to do that in a way that people enjoy being around me or knowing me people feel like there's a reason I exist in their world. Right. And it's a good reason. And I could take that on broad strokes, right? I want to I want to learn to be more compassionate. I want to learn to be a better listener. I want to learn to you know, be there for somebody even if I'm struggling myself. All of these things I can apply to multiple people, everybody. And each person's going to feel their own personal benefit out of that.
0: Because really you're working on improving you and your skills, mm-hmm. and everybody that you're connected to is going to take out of it what they are personally going to take out of it.
1: Right. So earlier you said you're not intrinsic and by nature. I'm the opposite. Like all of my power comes from within. Right. Right? I am motivated purely by survival, basically. Whatever I do, I need to be around to keep doing it. So it all comes from within. I know what I need to do to make things work. I know what I need to do to step up. I know what I need to do. Regardless of who's around, I want my success to come from the inside. And that's my motivator. I look inside to find where I'm going on
0: the outside. So for me, like a goal or resolution typically has a positive effect on me personally in the beginning. However, as time goes by and I start to fall off or maybe not achieve what I set out to achieve. And then I begin to beat myself up, which I think most people do. And that's where that negative self-talk kind of takes over. So that's when I need to pull myself aside and remember that this isn't a reflection of who I am just because I can't hit this goal right now or my worth. And that I've fallen off. It just means that I have room for improvement and that I can learn something and try again. I mean, failure is not really the end. It's for me just a stepping stone because it means that I figured out what doesn't work and I fell off and now I won't go that path again. Now I'll figure out how to get around it.
1: Right. I like to say that you're not a failure and you didn't fail. You made a mistake, which you can learn from. and You can grow from that.
0: And when it comes to my relationships, I mean, I hope that my positive new habits and changes that I'm making have a good impact on them, and anybody around me really, and maybe it'll even motivate them too. I could see myself getting hyper-focused on my goals though, and maybe not be able to give them as much attention as my partners need or want, but I would hope that they'd understand, so I'm always trying to better myself, and... I think sometimes I can get really wrapped up in my goals and be like, no, I can't have a date day to day because I'm really doing my planner right. or no, no movie time because I have to go do this or I have to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think it could turn into a negative thing.
2: Sure.
0: But for the most part, I think all of us working on ourselves would be a positive impact on our partners.
2: I think so, too. You also have to, at some point, include your partners in with your plans and your resolutions. Because especially if you're in the situation of a nesting partner, like, I know I can't reach my financial goals without me having a conversation with Dee, and us both agreeing we're not going to go to this place or buy that thing or do this stuff. Like, we're we're equally focused on that goal. It might not be his goal, but he's aware that it is important to me and that it may affect things, so... Having, having people close to you you can trust with your information, people you can lean into, people who support you, that's all important as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's actually something I didn't even think about with all of the changes that I've gone through the last couple of weeks. I just know that I need to change this for me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to do all this stuff. But looking back at it after hearing what you had to say, Lily, is I'm thinking about with Bella and I and our eating habits and our our, deci- our decisions to make changes or my decision to make a change mm-hmm. indirectly affects how Bella does things mm-hmm. or sometimes absolutely directs how Bella does things. Like I decide, say, we had a really busy day and didn't have time to cook. We're going to hit a fast food joint. Instead of getting a carbonated soda, I look for the tea now. Obviously, Bella, you don't have to deal with that right. or worry about that. I you can don't still do my thing. It. And when it comes to just making food, I think that we've started making our own breakfasts and dinners and stuff, like, not so much together a little bit more.
0: A little bit. We're a little bit more autonomous with them.
1: Yeah, it's just because, like, I'm like, I need to do this and I'm going to just do this. Mm -hmm. And then you just come around and you seem that I've already done my thing. And and if we had more conversation, Mm -hmm. like what you were saying, Lily, about working together on these resolution type things, we might find that the path would converge a little and we'd be more on the same road.
2: Yeah. It definitely can have an effect. Um, When you're like, cause you were mentioning that you're, you know, self-centric you tend to everything comes from within and it, you're enhancing yourself and all of that. Mm -hmm. I generally am more relationship centric. So I, I put myself last a lot of times and it, Putting myself first is something I'm always working on. But I'm always curious about how this is going to make a person feel. What does this person think? How is it going to affect our relationship? That is always on my mind. Right. So,
1: right. so I have a question, though. What happens when your partner makes a resolution that isn't quite in alignment with your relationship?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Does
1: anyone have anything for that?
0: Well, I mean, immediately I think of booze. Right? When Mm, one partner mm -hmm. decides they're going to stop drinking, but another partner's not quite ready to stop drinking. Yeah, I'm
1: not ready to stop
2: drinking. They still,
0: you know, so what if you are nesting partners and one one partner's like, I'm going to quit drinking, but in order for that to happen, I need it to be a dry house.
2: Ooh, But the other
0: partner's not on board with that, or they're just not there in that place. Does that mean they have to start hiding booze? Like,
2: Mm. that's the first
0: one that comes to mind when I think of Right, so how do you deal with that?
2: I think there has to be a lot of conversation and perhaps some compromise. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't let your resolution be the end-all, be-all for a person, especially when you're living with them. So it has to be like a, okay, so I need it to be as dry as possible to make my resolution successful. So if you could keep the alcohol in the back fridge, or if you could keep it in pick a cupboard i don't garage. go into yeah. so much you know that sort of yeah. thing like not necessarily hide it but don't put it in my face so don't keep it on the counter that yeah sort but of then thing.
1: what about when the person <clears throat> who doesn't want to drink is enjoying their night sure and the person who does want to drink has hit the sauce a little bit <laughs> and now you can smell <laughs> their breath and you can see their behavior change sure i mean that's also another thing and yeah. if we're not trying to focus too much on one thing say one of my resolutions is that I want to do more travel this year Mm -hmm. and I have all this extra free time because I went to part-time or whatever, whatever it is. I have a bunch of free time to do more traveling and my nesting partner does not. Right. So then there's that discussion. and, And how would someone work with something like that? I mean, at what point when you have a partner whose resolutions aren't in alignment with your relationship, How do you work on that where would you go to fix that or change that or have that discussion or that compromise
0: well I think a lot of it is is just that it's discussion and compromise if it's not something that you can work into your life and how it wants to work for you that's where okay well maybe our relationship needs to take a step back a little bit you know maybe I need to focus on myself and let you focus on you a little bit more instead of us together you know Maybe there's another partner that you can do the traveling with that can financially and time-wise support it, whereas I can't, you know, kind of a thing.
2: Well, and two, you don't necessarily, like, you can have the conversation, you can have a tentative agreement, but remembering, too, that resolutions aren't set in stone, they Mm -hmm. are fluid, and mm-hmm. so you can try, say you, say you want to travel more, and you try it, but it's really causing strain on your relationship. Then it, you have every right to take a step back, not necessarily from the relationship, but from perhaps the resolution, and then assess how it is affecting the people around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so maybe check-ins would be a really yeah. good thing. Oh, check-ins. Th- oh, mm-hmm. we have a podcast for that.
0: We do. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you the episode, but there's an episode on check-ins.
1: So I think the check-ins is a really good idea, and in working at Compromise, Mm -hmm. it's always good to refer back to your personal Bill of Rights, Mm -hmm. and to see where a resolution fits into that, Mm -hmm. or even use your personal resolutions to review your Bill of Rights to see if that needs updated.
0: Right. Well, I I think it's just a lot of weighing things out. Mm -hmm. What's important to you, like you said, to your Bill of Rights? What... It's not like a more important thing, but the level of important, you know, like does the relationship need to alter to work around this thing? Maybe you're on some spiritual journey that must happen. You're on this thing and you're going to do this. This Mm -hmm. is taking priority. Maybe the relationship has to alter. It doesn't have to end, but it has to change. Mm -hmm. Or maybe your resolution isn't as important as whatever dynamics you have going on right now and you're fluid in those resolutions to alter those a little bit.
2: Right. It is important to take stock of, yes, what's important to you and your resolution, but realizing that there are interpersonal, perhaps, consequences or benefits to it.
1: Right. And and so something like this would actually be a good thing to keep at the forefront of your thoughts Mm when you're working at planning your resolutions. So these are the types of things that you want to be asking yourself when you're planning your resolutions and looking to make this change in your life for a a better, brighter tomorrow.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Speaking of setting up your resolutions, just some ideas and tips with a little bit of my Rachel Hollis girl in my background, thinking about her and her inspiration. Here are five tips for how we can set up our New Year's resolutions.
2: So the first one is, new year, same you. Your habits, incomes, views, belief, you know, all the things. Do not dictate your worth or importance. Resolutions shouldn't be about reinvention or rediscovery. They should be about you just wanting to be the best version of you.
1: Right. Yeah. Also, don't make it a resolution, maybe. Instead, try creating new habits, if that would be easier. Forbes magazine describes resolutions as big, bold actions, completely dependent on motivation. We aren't all motivated the same, and sometimes that motivation changes. Habits are flexible and can be altered a bit. Resolution is either done or not done. There is no try. (laughs)
0: So also hope is not a strategy. And I absolutely love that. There's a few little tips and tricks to this. Rachel swears by this in her book, Girl, Wash Your Face. If you're just hoping to someday be debt free, it's never gonna happen. But if you put the work in one step at a time and you'll finally reach that goal. Also, the resolution doesn't need to be for 365 days. You can break it up and do something for 30 days here or do a 90 day challenge. It doesn't have to be for the whole full year. If you break it up into smaller chunks of time, something you are it's something you're more able to focus on. And also, forgive and be kind to yourself. No matter how hard we try and we want to be perfect, sometimes perfection's out of reach. So forgive yourself when you slip up. And as she would say, so you failed here, get right back up and do it again.
2: Uh, I think those are some excellent tips. In addition to that, I saw an article on uh, psychcentral.com that mentioned... That you should also seek support, which I mentioned kind of earlier, seeking support for your resolution. Uh, They pointed out that choosing and confiding in some trusted people, you know, like not doing your resolution on blast, but having some people that you can confide in and trust to support you or maybe in the same uh, resolution path that you are, that sort of thing. I actually have a kind of a small
0: story, a little bit about that, not putting it on blast totally out there, but Mm -hmm. just having your handful of trusted people. Mm -hmm. I remember one year, years and years ago telling everybody that I was going to do the losing weight thing, right? I'm going to lose weight. I'm doing whatever program I was doing at the time. Everyone at work knew. I just literally shouted it from the rooftop. And then that day at work, when I brought something for lunch, or I bought lunch that wasn't in line with the healthy plan that I was working on, I got called out so often, aren't you supposed to be doing blah, blah, blah? I thought you were doing blah, blah, blah. I felt horrible. Right. It did so much more damage. Rather than them like encouraging and boosting me up, mm-hmm. it just tore me down. I was like, well that's out the window, I'm done with this, and I'm never telling anyone anything again. (laughs) And
1: and I'm sure that they thought they were trying to help you out. Totally. sure. But calling out isn't always, like, if you're being a dick about calling someone out, you're not gonna help them. Right. You're gonna make them feel shitty, and you're gonna act like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're gonna call people out, do it gently and kindly instead of being like, "Hey, stupid ass." Right. Aren't you
0: supposed to not be doing that? Well, right. I think that's where the trusted people sure. come in that she mentions. That's why. So I yeah,
2: like if you're the kind of person who needs that bit of ridicule to keep <laughs> going, then mm-hmm. I think then having that friend that you tell is like, "I need you to call me a dumbass every right. time I do this wrong." Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: that person. If you guys need right. that, that's
2: fine. Monster does your guy. <laughs> Um, but if you're the kind of person who needs positive reinforcement then finding somebody who's good at that to tell about your goal I think that is a good place to start
1: I'm also that person <laughs> Let me they,
2: know. they also recommended putting yourself in charge and I thought this was particularly interesting it's giving yourself the permission to be in charge of your resolution to be the nice. be the one doing the goal and i think this goes in line with the personal bill of rights that we talked about is mm-hmm. you have the right to make this change right yeah. you're in charge
1: i really do like the idea of giving yourself permission to take charge i think that's something that a lot of people need to do quite a bit and would feel a lot more confident in their success if they could do that not just taking charge and i'm gonna i'm gonna allow myself to do this resolution but but taking charge in their entire life and Mm -hmm. just it's okay for you to make decisions that make your life better and it's okay for you to give yourself that permission because if anyone's got the authority to give you that permission it is you right so i think
0: that's awesome And really being intentional about Mm -hmm. it. Like, obviously, I give myself permission because it's my own fucking thought. Like, sure, that's there. Yeah. But being intentional about it. I don't know whether you say it to yourself in the mirror Mm -hmm. or you write it down if you're a journaler or Mm -hmm. something like that, but paying actual attention to the fact that I am in charge, this is my decision. I like it.
2: Or even if you're following some kind of program or something like that and taking a look at it and going... This I know this isn't going to work for me but allowing yourself to tweak it so yeah. that it's the way that you know you're going to be successful with it, you know.
1: And to jump back to the the resolutions being super huge, one of the things that can be done to improve the ability to be successful in your resolutions is to not think of it as a one big thing for all of next year. Maybe instead cut it down to 12 different month long solutions Mm -hmm. or resolutions cnn health also mentioned setting up micro resolutions in order to form new good habits so instead of 365 days you're doing 30 days you do a different thing every 30 days or each step of your giant resolution happens in that 30-day chunk so if you're wanting to quit smoking by the end of 2020 you're done smoking well, you're not going to do that January 1st and hold that for 365 days. Right. So the first month, commit to half a pack a day as mm-hmm. opposed to a pack a day.
2: Or, or like th- set a timer. Two
1: or, cigarettes a yeah. day. You know, and then just f- and do that for the whole month. And then so the second 30 days, you're going to limit it a little differently. Or maybe you're going to buy lights instead of full or, you know each month try something new to work you to get to that goal Mm -hmm. set up your plan to where you're having 12 different habit forming actions Mm -hmm. so that at the end of the year you can look back and be like shit i did it i did that thing
0: right and i mean even if it's not habit forming the resolutions are like they can be fun you don't Mm -hmm. have to have got to be healthy and it's got to be productive you know maybe this last year you worked really hard and so going into this next year you want to have a little bit more fun or you want to be more creative or like I mentioned my writing 750 words yeah so and then that's I guess we could talk about
1: that so instead of trying to do one big thing in 12 sections CNN also provided some ideas like in this they suggested as examples January, notice something new every day to avoid sleepwalking through life.
0: I actually really like that one. Mm -hmm. I know it seems silly and dumb and maybe you're not even even writing it down, you're just paying attention to it, but we're so focused on our phones or the task at hand. Mm -hmm. So the idea of, okay, I gotta focus, just kind of like gratitude, that's another one that's gonna be on that list later. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Focusing on something new. Yeah. Paying attention to surroundings.
1: Well, and when I work with people with depression, and anxiety Mm -hmm. one of the things one of the first things that i start with because they feel so overwhelmed in life is take three pictures a day take a picture of something that just made you smile it could be as big as a hot air balloon floating through the sky or something as small as like a bird picking up a leaf off the ground or even just a flower just take three pictures a day that make you smile of something that makes you smile so you have something to reflect on at night. Mm-hmm. So that sort of thing, notice something new every day in January.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: kind of goes along that and it builds up some really good internal feelings. Yeah yeah. So they also recommend February, I don't know if I'll go through all of them, but like February for them is read, write or memorize a poem a day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: April connect with nature every day. September, do 15 minutes of creative writing every day. I guess we could probably link to the CNN thing so yeah. that they can, our listeners can see the whole list.
2: Yeah, it's a good list.
0: Sure.
1: But yeah, find something fun to do. Yeah. Find something exciting to do.
2: You can also go month by month and give yourself essentially like mini game style challenges to go with your overarching goal. Like for yeah. me, because my goal is so big with the 75% debt reduction, I'm doing mini challenges. So in the month of January, I'm... Packing my lunch every day that I go to work. Nice, and that's my challenge for the month. And I have another one that's I buy only generic brands for the entire month to try to save money. That's yeah. Really. All right. Well, you know we always like to give you guys some
0: more takeaways. And I mean, what if a resolution isn't for you? We found an article called. 10 Alternatives to New Year's Resolutions on DaringToLiveFully.com that we wanted to share with you if resolutions just aren't your thing. So here are those 10 ideas instead of a resolution.
1: Number one. (laughs) I like this one a lot. This one's super exciting. Create a bucket list for the new year. Yeah. I'm a big fan of bucket lists. Because it gets people to quit doing their normal everyday routine, Mm -hmm. and it gives them the chance to do something they've always wanted to do and live thrillingly in the moment.
2: Yep. So
0: create a bucket list.
2: This is what I was just talking about, but complete a 30-day challenge every month.
0: Yeah. And there's so many different challenges. There's so many (laughs)
2: options.
1: And it doesn't even have to be a micro-challenge for your year-long thing. It doesn't. Right? It
2: can be completely different. It could
1: be like even Bella mentioned, writing so many words... A day, right? Yeah. For thirty straight days,
2: right? Yep. Or like taking up, uh, if you wanted to try meditation or a new exercise, and mm-hmm. you want to just try it, give yourself thirty days. They right. even have
0: like decluttering challenges—a yeah. thirty-day decluttering. Like, yeah, there's so just Google thirty-day challenge. Right. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> be-
2: it into YouTube you at anything. the
1: first day of every month, Google in thirty-day challenge <laughs> and do the first thing that comes. <laughs> up. Oh man. Number three is setting up a yearly challenge to focus on.
0: Yeah, I mean, some people focus on a little bit more than 30 days at a time. So stretch it out. If you can do a year in one shot, how about it. What are we talking? Like,
1: take year one to write your first novel. Year two, <laughs> map the Grand Canyon by foot.
0: Sure. Sure. Right. I mean, I read something, and I was walk looking at the this. the U.S. <laughs> yeah, <Yes. laughs> they're big projects. Like I think Zuckerberg had one that was a year challenge. He wanted to create an AI to run his house. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. It, it's interesting, but it's a big challenge. It's not right. something you can do you in thirty days.
2: Zuckerberg was killed by his AI. I know.
1: AI <laughs> is <laughs> probably tired of all the Facebook terms.
2: Right? I, know. <laughs> I know. I
0: know. So, number four, create a list of things you're looking forward to. So, I mean, pick something. I could even pick something once a month that I'm like, oh, I'm really excited yeah. for this trip we're going to take, or I'm really excited for this party we're going to throw, or something like this that. Date Just, night
2: we're going to play. Yeah, on. make
0: a list of things that you're looking forward to and excited about.
2: Or you could decide what you want to track or measure this year. So there's a lot of different things that you can set meters to or measure or track your progress with.
0: You're doing your financial stuff? I am. I am I think I'm going to take body measurements in the beginning of this oh, year. Oh, there you go. I didn't start it in the beginning of my weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. I didn't take measurements, even though I knew I should have, just yeah. to see. I year. think
1: I would track the migratory patterns of a Canadian goose. <laughs> You could also decide on one word for the year to guide you.
2: I have seen a lot of families do this where they pick a word that is like their theme for the year. And they kind of roll with that. And it's the center of all of their decision making and that sort of thing. It's a really interesting Interesting. concept.
0: I've seen people use it for motivation. You know, like this year they're going to focus on confidence. Confidence is their word. Oh, that kind
1: of word. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, and they just—I was
1: thinking, like, fuck. <laughs> I
0: and mean, use that d- word to motivate is, me. Yeah. <laughs> If sex is your motivation and right? what you want to think
2: about on the daily, if your word wants to be kinky for the whole yep. year. Yep.
0: My word
1: six... does want to be kinky.
2: Three hundred sixty-five days of fuck.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <to> it. <laughs> Oh man. I mean you could do that and focus on fuck or yeah. you could reboot one area of your life. So I mean Like the bedroom. Like you need to up
2: your kinky. Game. And that could be, right?
0: <laughs> Maybe you're a person whose sex life I love that I'm just continuing to talk over. The no, frame. you're good. <laughs> Maybe you're a person whose sex life has fallen off the wagon. And this year your focus yeah, is on re- your sex life. Rebooting it. Focusing on fuck. Now, if gotcha. your word of the year was fuck, but you're going to reboot your work, your job, <laughs> that might not go so it's well together. As, yeah, Fuck work. All right. Right. But I don't know about fuck that.
2: at work? Fuck oh. work in general? that. <laughs> you could take a life audit and action plan out where you want to do better.
1: You could also take on a 365-day project, like take a picture a day. Write 750 words a day. There's actually a guy a few years back, he took a picture of himself in the mirror every day for like five years. Oh, I
2: think I oh, saw that. Out. Yeah. Or and a guy just, took a picture of his son. Like, there's a few of them. Yeah.
1: And then it just, you get to see in the moment, you don't notice differences in yourself between today and tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you see the same pose or the same whatever. A year later,
0: Mm -hmm. then you're
1: like, whoa, shit, look at all of that difference right there. Maybe
0: that'll be my measuring thing with my body measurements for the weight loss. Mm -hmm. Uh Maybe I'll every morning take the same mirror, same clothes every day. I like it. And that'll
1: go with my measurement. I would do something probably like recreate the bubblegum wall that you would find in Seattle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So get Mm -hmm. a new piece of chewing gum every day. Every day. And then put it on your wall.
0: We could probably do it like on a poster board. So we can remove it. No, we can take So
1: it's No, we can do you, it in the know, kitchen. Oh no! So, yeah, by the spice rack. Oh no! But. And then you create <laughs> little, you create little sculptures with the chewed gum, so you can have like Ugh. a guy standing on a I cliff over here. I keep thinking of my
2: like. My children suggesting oh. that to me And me just going Nope We've banned Gum from the house No gum But
1: The cool thing is This is adults doing it So it's much different I know
2: I still but think the, of... the project on the wall Still is bringing me back to this It makes me think the of the episode veto. of Shameless <laughs> Yes
0: it makes me think of that episode of Shameless where Fiona, drunk at work at the at the coffee shop, decides to suddenly get under the tables and start pulling off gum under each table in front of eating customers. Yeah. It so reminds gross. me of
2: that scene in Elf where Santa's like, if you see gum, don't pick it up. <laughs> it's not free candy. <laughs> and then the final
0: suggestion, if a resolution isn't for you, has some layers to it. But use something like a New Year's prompt, such as one habit I'm going to build this year, or one habit I'm going to break this year, one person I'm going to spend more time with, one thing I'm going to create, one adventure I'm going on.
2: And I found a website that had some, like, funky alternative ones. I love it. These are just some of my favorite ones where it's like, get your photo taken at five interesting places. So it's not... A selfie, but it's like have someone take your picture. Right. Some like five interesting places, or learn a decent party trick. Like finally <laughs> do that, like unwrapping a Starburst with your t- only your mouth. like yeah. Finally get that accomplished. Yeah. Or make a new friend every month, so you that's have a, a dozen one. new friends. Okay. Although that one sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> a it's a lot, lot of work. Start, but yeah, <laughs> five new, or twelve new acquaintances would be great. <laughs> Develop a good relationship with your body. Oh, that's a good one. I, I like that one. I'll I touch think myself. I,
1: can it. <laughs> I like this one now too.
2: Right? No. <laughs> or like learning something you never learned to do as a kid. Common core math. <laughs> Nobody's learning that.
1: Or Ever. learn something that works. <laughs> like- Something you a new language?
2: Yeah, that would be I mean, language. Good. Or if, like, say you never learned to swim, or if you didn't learn to like finger knit. I don't know. There's a lot of things. I heard finger, and knit. I was going
0: back to touching myself. The second she said finger, I was like, wait, what? Are... Well,
1: yeah, but you're gonna have little fingertip cozies on now.
0: Underwater <laughs> basket finger like, That kind of thing. I have a crocheted blanket I started like two years ago, I just... <laughs> and still haven't finished. Oh, I you remember did 12 that. Twelve DIY projects. Oh man, finish DIY. That'll be a thing. <laughs> just one, just, just finish one, one.
2: <laughs> thing. That's,
1: that's another good one that we could just throw on it. I list. wanted
0: to make crocheted baby Groot's, and I bought a couple Ooh. patterns for them. And my mom baby really Yoda's. wanted one. Now it's on to baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. I gotta finish a baby Groot before I can make a baby Yoda. My very very pregnant little sister is due any day now. I think she's doing like. A week or two. Mm. Uh, she really wants me to make the baby Yoda head cap, the, the beanie Cute. hat for the baby with the ears and everything. Yeah. And all I can think of is I have a blanket and baby Groot to make first, but this baby is going to be born and then it's going to be a year old by the time I get its baby
2: hat made. Well, if you don't have time to make it, I do know of an Etsy shop where there is this very sweet old lady oh, in Maine who yeah. makes Custom hats, knit hats. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. I can give you a Oh,
0: okay. We'll pass that along. All right. So we've
1: pretty much rounded the corner here. Mm-hmm. We've talked about all things resolution. Right. And non-resolution. <laughs> and how it affects your relationship. Yeah. Indeed. And yourself. So with that said, I mean, if any of you out there would like to share your resolutions with us, you can check out our Instagram or our Facebook pages and you can... Maybe comment on any of our posts that pertain to this episode, and we'd love to discuss them with you.
2: Tell us what you're doing.
1: Tell us what you're doing. Tell us what your plan is for doing it.
2: Tell us your favorite planner. Yes, we love
0: planners. Oh my God, we get very excited about planners. They do. (gasps)
2: On this side of the room. Tell us
1: us who you're doing it with.
0: Yes. I mean, I like to watch. (laughs) I know you do. It's cool. You it's have fun. a
1: couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Feel free to share with us and follow us on all those while you're there. Click all the likey or the hearty buttons.
2: <laughs> follow, do the same thing. Oh, like, subscribe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do the same thing on your podcast platform of choice. Maybe throw out a recommendation
0: or... A review. Tell a review. Your friends. Yep.
1: Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your mom.
0: And of course, we are going to put the articles in our show notes that we mentioned. That way you can check them out. And then you can also find all of the social media venues down in those notes as well. Or on our website, www.ilovepolly.org. So you can get in touch with us and connect with this beautiful community that we are all a part of.
1: Absolutely. Hey. And thank you for tuning in to the last episode of this year.
0: I know! It's and so crazy. I can't wait to see
1: what all of us are going to do in 2020
0: a whole new decade so exciting see you next year
1: Bye. oh also if you're going to do 2020 stuff on new year's eve take some pictures i want to see some flapper dresses or some pinstripe suits we're
0: probably going to go live we're going to do a live Ooh. video from yeah. our facebook page so so share
1: your roaring 20s with us also yes all next year
0: Yep, that's your yes. resolution. be a flapper all next year all of it
1: all right we got shit to do all right see you later Bye.
0: thank you for talking your poly off with bella and Monsina. you can find our facebook page in the links
1: or by searching for i love poly and liking the page polyamory get your heart on
0: you can also find i love poly on instagram and twitter by searching i love poly cares
1: if you want us to help you navigate to all of our online presence, check out the show notes or come on over to ilovepoly.org. We would love to hear from you.
0: That's right. And you can get in touch with us by emailing podcast at ilovepoly.org.
1: That's singular podcast, not plural.
0: So until our next discussion, Polly and fam.
1: Live like there's no tomorrow.
0: Laugh until it hurts. And, and love, love without, without limits. limits.